Blog Talk Radio.
that if we if we operate by God's will, we won't get in His way, and we won't do our will because we'll be doing God's will. And we have to get to the understanding that God's will is the best way. So if you're looking at this live, or if you're looking at this on the replay, I'm asking you to share it because somebody's going to get blessed tonight. Somebody's going to get delivered tonight. Somebody's going to get a breakthrough tonight. Somebody's going to get a revelation tonight. Somebody's going to get a word tonight. Somebody's going to get something that they be asking God for. See, when you play by God's rules, God gives you what you need. But when you play by your rules, you kind of like something, like somewhat get what you think you need. So let's get prepared. Open your ears. I ask God to open your ears. Open your eyes. I'm asking God to open your eyes. Open your heart. I'm asking God to open your heart. Open your mind. I'm asking God to open your mind that you may receive what he is giving us tonight. See, tonight, I don't believe God is going to give us the word. I believe God's going to pull out his spirit. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe God's going to pull out his spirit, and somebody's going to get something tonight. No, it's not going to come gift wrap. No, it's not going to come with a bow on it. God's giving somebody something tonight that they've been asking for, and some of y'all have been scared to ask for, but God knows what you need. So if you be patient, waiting, not wanting, but expecting something from God tonight, you're going to get it. So I hope you all are ready. So I'm going to introduce to some. I'm going to present to others, but I'm going to tell every last one of y'all about this awesome woman of God, Dr. Serena Wright. Dr. Wright, are you ready? Yes, I'm on the line. Can you hear me? Because you sound far away from me. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you hey. very well. Hey, Facebook, wonderful. Listen, we have just connected um, all of this technology, and I'm so excited about all the opportunities God has given us to reach the whole wide world. You know, every time that you are on a platform that starts with www, that means that you get access to the whole wide world. That's what I decided to call it. And so we take that very seriously. We appreciate all those that run this platform. Listen, there are some people that are still selling some stuff, and then there are some people that are sold out. And they are completely committed to the assignment that God has given them. They are completed, c- c- committed to living the life that God has designed for us. They are committed to the assignment and the purpose that God has placed on their lives. And I know that you are one of them. And so are the people that run the blog, talk, radio, ministry, Smile 3E. Yeah. And so we thank God for them. We see multiplied blessings upon them and their children, their seed, and their seed live in the abundance and the inheritance of the kingdom both now and forever. If you would turn with me in your Bible to Hebrews chapter 12, Hebrews chapter 12, we're going to talk about navigating difficult times. And, you know, 
that that the Bible is that's very contemporary, very practical, very a uh, very uh, living. It is a living document that is very much on point. The, the 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 Bible is not an old document to be dismissed, and all the ways of the Bible are to be put aside so that man's pride can try to re-engineer something that's been perfectly created by God Himself. But the Bible is a very practical life guide. Some use it as a textbook. They use it and they study it historically. They study it text, the commas, the, the, the yeah. adverbs, which adjectives, the history of the words for the sake of learning the histories of those words and those languages. Some use it as a textbook and then some use it as a life guide. What has the creator said by way of a manual for us to use to get through and navigate life in such a way that we bring heaven to earth? Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth just like it is in heaven. Do you know the design of God is that even in an earth experience that we live in a heavenly place, that we exist in the same level of joy and the same miraculous unmoving peace that is currently existing in heaven. My God, if you would turn with me, hallelujah, to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, 2, and 3. I am going to read from the Amplified Bible. That's the version I study from. You pick the anointed version that you have decided to study from, and we're going to read together. I'll be reading from the Amplified Version, Hebrews 12, verse 1 through 3. Therefore, then, since we are surrounded by so great a of witnesses who have borne testimony to the truth, let us strip off and throw aside every encumbrance or unnecessary weight that sin which so readily, deftly, and cleverly clings to and entangles us, and let us run with patience, endurance, and steady and active persistence the appointed course of the race that is set before us. Verse 2 says, in looking away from all that are distracted, to Jesus, who is the leader and the source of our faith, giving the first incentive for our belief, and is also its finisher, bringing to maturity and perfection for the joy of obtaining the prize that was set before him. He endured the cross and despised the shame and is now seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Verse 3 says, but just think on him who endured from sinners such grievous opposition and bitter hostility against himself so that you may not grow weary or exhausted, lose heart, relax, or faint in your mind. Verse three says that you would not lose that you would not grow weary, exhausted, lose heart, relax, or faint in your mind. For the sake of this, I'm going to also read from the New International Version. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, we're looking at Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 through 3. I am now reading from the New International Version. He says, uh, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross and scorned its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, considering him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Listen, people of God, 
first of all, do you do you all know that I am a uh, prophet by uh, by mantle and a gift a teacher by gifting? And so when I uh, approach the word, I approach it based on the assignment that is on my life. I encourage you to go before God and ask him what is his assignment on your life. It is liberating. It is exhilarating. It is, it is, it is on another level of excitement when you are walking in the purpose of your life. Uh, uh, believe it or not, the people that walk in and find and tap into through relationship with God, the purpose on their life, they live full lives. They impact people. They change cultures. They, they, they liberate people from oppression. They, they do phenomenally amazing things because they are living in the purpose on their life. I encourage you to do the same. With that being said, I have a very uh, God-given gift to teach, to expound on the revelation of the word and to make it practical for us to live by. It is a gifting. It is a mantle. It is an assignment with a gift that makes this very effortless for me. And so I encourage you to write these things down, take notes. Uh, because this can be very instructional when God allows us to elaborate. With that being said, we are looking at what the Bible gives us as how Jesus navigated a very difficult time. How do we know it's difficult? Because the Bible says that it was. It says that he endured it. What does that mean, to get through something difficult or unpleasant? So you wouldn't have to endure a joyous thing, right, because it was, it's joyful. It's, it's pleasant. It's it's delightsome, but it says that he endured it, and it, it indicated then that it was difficult or unpleasant and, and painful. And so to that end, and, and, and with all of that that is being said about the time that we live in, there are so many watch this, watch that, and, and I am not saying you shouldn't watch it, but no matter what difficulty comes upon us in this realm, I want you to be assured that God has always given us the guidebook with very clear instructions as to how to navigate it back to a place of victory. We live in the place where we always win. We are always on top. We are never given to the strategies of the adversary where we will just be taken out, that, that the rug should be pulled from under us and we never recover. And so with that in mind, we're going to walk through these scriptures and look at the four points that we'll talk about tonight, the four points that the Spirit of the Lord will teach us tonight on how to navigate difficult times. The four points that the Holy Spirit will teach us tonight on how to navigate difficult times. If you decided to obey and take notes, write down, endure, throw, focus, and go. Endure, number one. Number two, throw. Number three, focus. Number four, go. Endure, throw, focus, and go. When difficult times come upon you, listen, the best of us. I don't know. I don't have that testimony. You know how you can say to some people, hey, how you doing? They say, I'm blessed and highly favored. I am blessed and highly favored, but sometimes I'm doing it through the difficult times. I know that I'm blessed, but there's difficulty in my life. There's difficulty in my finances. There's difficulty in relate with me relationally. There's difficulty with me emotionally. There's difficulty with me having to learn how to navigate a circumstance that I never invited or wanted or something that I absolutely did because God clearly told me no, and I took the green light 
anyway. Come on, let me let me just go ahead and tell about me. So 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 there are times when even though I understand that my eternity with God is secure through salvation, as I continue to live sanctified and set apart, I am still sometimes navigating difficult times. The truth of the matter is, a short two and a half years ago, the whole globe went through a difficult time. It was nothing anybody, nobody, if you know, you couldn't even see it coming. I mean nobody, not me, not CD1, nobody could see the level of difficulty that came upon us all of a sudden, where there was an absolute shutdown, there was grieving, people couldn't see their relatives, people began to become emotionally burdened with the level of uncertainty, they were overwhelmed with questions and the lack of what they perceived to be guidance from those they felt to be in leadership. Difficulty is part of life, but what we get the wonderful opportunity to do in Christ is that we get to navigate it well. My goodness, we get to navigate Navigate it with Thomas. We get to navigate it the way he did. Somebody say endure, throw, focus, and go. If you look at the first, second, and third verse of chapter 12 in the book of Hebrews, it says in the second verse, it says that he endured the cross despised and ignored the shame. It says he endured the cross, despised and ignored the shame. And so do you realize that when we are moving through a difficult thing, even if we're doing it and we are uh, staying focused on God and we are praying or we are, are doing those things that the Bible would ascribe, that there can sometimes be a narrative that will come and try to influence us even though we're moving through it. Stay with me. Listen, sometimes if somebody will say, well, yeah, you know, I, you filed bankruptcy, and even though your bankruptcy is dumb, you should be ashamed of yourself. And you know, even though, you you know, you your marriage made it, uh, the way you and Harold was arguing, you should be embarrassed. You see, there, there, there can be sometimes a narrative that will try to, to attach itself to even the fact that you're moving through a difficult time. But if we look at the scripture, he said that he endured the cross, that he took on the unpleasantness and the difficulty and the pain of the cross. Stay with me. He says, but he ignored the shame. He scorned. The other, another version says he scorned the shame. If you look up the word scorn, he assigned worthlessness to the shame. My goodness. He assigned worthlessness to the shame. See, because in order for you to navigate well, in order for us to navigate and win, even though we get through the difficulty, we've got to be careful about those lingering narratives. You should have known better. Why didn't you know this? And you, you shouldn't have done that. See, you've got to assign worthlessness to that narrative. Because you can move through something and then score yeah. the shame. Nobody did no circumstance gets to tell me who I am. No circumstance or situation gets to define how I should feel. No difficulty gets to say who I ultimately will be. No financial catastrophe gets to say yeah. I'll never be a billionaire. No no mental breakdown gets doesn't get to say I won't be a world leader in thought a world thought leader. No situation gets to assign a narrative to me that is not in this Bible. We are kingdom people. We are already blessed. We are already those that God has poured his blessings on and has assigned his purpose to, has breathed the breath of life 
Jesus looks like it. And what and what uh, uh, landmines you'd have to navigate or, or, or what you'd have to, to move through. Don't let the narrative of that thing be assigned to you. Do you know that you are more than a conqueror? Uh, no matter what has happened, that you are more than a conqueror. That means that no matter how much difficulty was in the situation, uh, you've got more than that. You are not ashamed. You should not be embarrassed. Do you know that people will come with their narratives and speak so loud like they birthed, like they made you, like they created you, like you can navigate only at the end of the period in the sentences mm. they declare. But do you know that the people that put Jesus on the cross did it to embarrass him? My God. And do you know there's some people you know that they do stuff to embarrass you. They do stuff to try to catch you off guard and try to say that you're nothing that God said you were. But he went on and assigned worthlessness to all of their opinions. My God, that's how you navigate difficulty. You've got to already know who the Bible says you are. You've got to go into the difficult situation knowing that you are his son and he's well pleased. You've got to go into it knowing that God is not going to be shook by any unwise decision you made or any time you talk too loud or you've been unpleasant or rude or short and you try to get somebody back or been jealous or any time you, you operated from a place of low self-esteem that God's not thrown off by that. You know that, that there was nothing that they could do on that cross that would make him a sign shame for himself. He did endure the difficulty, but he assigned worthlessness to the shame. He assigned worthlessness to what they thought would be the outcome. They did yeah. it to shame him, and he said that their agenda Come and on, their efforts to shame him was worthless. He said mm. that their efforts to embarrass him didn't work. You tried it, but it didn't work. Somebody yeah. say he he is scorn the shame. Do you know that there's some things in life that you're going to go through and you're never going to get through if you don't go back and scorn the shame? I don't care what they called you. I don't care what they did to you. If you don't dismiss their narrative, if you don't dismiss their yes, opinion, yes. it'll try to linger and influence the rest of your victory. But somebody say he endures the cross, but he is scorned the shame. Do you know people of God, we get to be exactly who God says we are. We get to be that in the morning. We get to be that at noon. And we get to be that at the end of the day. So it doesn't mean... Uh, that when things are wonderful and we're wonderful, uh, that we're that, that that we're the apple of God's eye. It means that we're the apple of God's eye. It doesn't yeah. mean that when we do everything perfect, uh, that that's when the blessings of the Lord are bountiful. The blessings of the Lord are always bountiful. Listen, yeah. let me tell you something. You're gonna have to get through difficulty, but you're gonna have to scorn their narrative. You're gonna have to decide that their agenda didn't work. You're going to have to assign worthlessness to what they tried, and then you're going to have to throw. Somebody say endure. Number two is throw. Throw. The Bible says throw off, throw aside every encumbrance, unnecessary weight, sin. He said, oh, throw it off. The Bible didn't say peel it off. He didn't say pick it up real gently and set it to the side. He said throw it off. Do you know that when difficulty comes and all of that that tries to come with it, that's not a sign by God, you need to throw it off. Why did I say yeah. throw it off? 
off because the Bible did. He said, if it's unnecessary, throw it off. If it's a burden, throw it off. You see, you can't get through difficulty and be unnecessarily burdened. You can't get through difficulty and your mind is all chaotic. You can't get through difficulty and you can't find the peace that passes understanding. God said, throw it off. There are some conversations that yeah. you're not going to be able to come out of that until throw you stop talking like that. You're but you're not going to be able to get back to that relationship that you begged God for until you throw off all them people that don't live the way you promised God you would. Ma'am, you're going to have to throw some stuff off. You're going to have to throw some relationships off. You're going to have to throw some people off. You're going to have to throw some stuff off that don't match this word. You're going to have to throw some feelings off. You're going to have to throw everything that does not line up with the victory that God has promised you, the thing yeah. is, we get the opportunity to throw it off. I didn't say process it off. I didn't say get triggered and untriggered it off. The Bible says throw it off. There is a yeah. level of agency that God has given us that we have got to step into as the people of God. I am not anti-anything, but I am 100% pro-kingdom. If the Bible says I can throw it off, throw it off, I will throw. You have got to get to the place where when you find that you cannot move in the freedom that God has already yeah. bought for us, then call somebody. Somebody, somebody say, call for help. Maybe because call one can put a thousand and, and two ten thousand, then nothing in this earth realm makes the word of God of none effect. He said, throw it off. Those things that encumber you and weigh you down, relationships, people that will not take responsibility and accountability, those that don't want to grow up and mature, they want to be toxic, they, they want to be that yeah. way. I'm not talking about being unkind and dismissive. I'm talking about not being willing to be unnecessarily burdened when you're already going through a difficult situation. Somebody yeah. take the role. We've got to oh. endure difficulty and dismiss the narrative. We've got to throw away all oh. the unnecessary things. It's nothing like already being in something, and here comes some old unnecessary, listen, it is not being mean, there is time to take time for yourself and throw that thing off, if it's unnecessary, if it's a burden, if it's, if it's entangling you and crawling you chaos, if it's, if it's fettering your feet and, and hindering your progress, somebody yeah. says throw it off. Throw it off. We've got to endure, we've got to throw Somebody said we've got to focus. We've got to focus. Now, you know, you know anybody, anybody that's going to be honest on here, when you are having a difficult time, it's nothing like a child make you mad and you just thinking about everything. You say, oh, this is the most unjust. You know, just your mind gets, gets encumbered, right? But, 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 but in, in difficulty, when we're, when we're navigating difficulty the kingdom way, we understand that in order to get through this, the way that God has ordained, I've got to focus. The Bible says, fix. He uses the word in the, in the, in the, in the, in the NIV. It says, fixing our eyes on Jesus. Fix your, fix your eyes. Focus. You, doctor, you might have to fast to fix. You, you might have to fast to fix, but fix. You, you might have to fast and, and pray. You might, you might have to get up early, even though you went to bed late to fix, but fix. Focus. We've got to focus on Jesus. We've
on what's in our bank account. We cannot focus on all of our abilities. We cannot focus on our wonderfulness. We cannot focus on our degrees. We cannot focus on our accomplishments. We cannot focus on our yesterday victories. We've got to focus on Jesus. We've got to focus on him. It's got to be Jesus and Jesus alone for for, for your assistance, for your for your creativity, yeah. for your next strategy, for your healing, for your completeness, for your affirmation. Yes, yes, Somebody yes. say focus. See, there is so focus. much focus on social media. There's so much focus, focus. on the housewives of, of the Mediterranean or whatever kind of foolishness mm. they've got going on in the world. But mm. we've got difficult things in our lives. And in order to get through them the way that the kingdom has prescribed, we're going to have to focus on Jesus. We're going to have to focus on his way of doing and being right. Seeking the kingdom, yeah. that he can add to us capacity, endurance, strength, ability, willingness, surrender, mm-hmm. humility. Somebody say, focus. You've got to focus. I don't care what they're doing. Look, okay. them kids can bounce around in their bed for a few minutes. They are going to be all right. Focus. Don't be so distracted by every little bitty thing. Yeah. Distracted by gossip and who doing what over somewhere in Hollywood. People you don't even know. People having two and three hour conversations about people that they will never even know ever in their yeah. life ever. And they've got the Father right here in the Bible through his son Jesus and salvation to help us through life, but we won't focus. We're so easily distracted. Somebody said, go ahead. If you have to fast to focus, fast. If you have to turn your plate down to focus, but you've got to focus. Let me say, all of these prophetic words, this is a prophetic word right here, focus. Oh, my God. You better focus on Jesus. You better focus on what he said. You better focus on hearing his voice. You better focus on developing relationships. You better focus yeah. on humility. You better focus on integrity. You better focus oh. on strategy. You better focus oh. on creativity. Somebody oh. say focus. You've got to endure. Throw. Focus. Oh. The last one, number four, is go. Endure. Throw. Focus and go. Listen, after that, we've gone through our difficult things. And we and we assign worthlessness to the opinions and the narratives and the agendas of people, anybody that tries to contribute to it to bring us down. We then willingly went and stripped off all those things that, that were going to be uh, a hindrance and encumbrance to us and unnecessary relationships, people that God told you, God told you. I didn't say you're unforgiving, and so you told yourself, God told you, leave them alone. They cannot go with you to your next journey. God told you, disconnect, block him. Block her. Say good morning. Be cordial and keep it. God told you to disconnect. Stop talking like that. Stop speaking from that perspective. Repent. Change how you think. Some things you've got to throw. It's got to be on today and off tomorrow. He didn't say process it through. He said throw it off. And he said fix your eyes on Jesus. Focus. When you're trying to get through something difficult, you have got to get a blazer target bullseye focus on the word of God. It is powerful. It is quick. It is sharp. Sharper than a two-edged sword. It's like a hammer. It'll break a rock into pieces. Somebody yeah. say focus. You have got to focus on Jesus, the one 
that has already brought our salvation, redeemed us, and created a path that we might bring heaven to earth. Somebody say focus. Number four, you have got to go. You have got to go. He says, in the Bible, he says, and let us run, my God. He says, and let us run with patience and endurance, steady and active persistence, the appointed course of the race that is set before us. Yes. He said, let us run. He yes. said, let us run. He didn't say, and let us just, you know, get in the hand and walk away. He said, run. Run for your run. Get, get in a hurry. I didn't say get in a frenzy. I didn't say get in anxiety. Get a level of momentum that is fitting to the joy that's up ahead of you. Do you know that if you really had joy, if you really knew that just up ahead, two blocks south of where you live right now, was a a a a, 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 a safe with a million dollars in it, and the Holy Spirit had given you the combination, you would not walk. You would really. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yes, you would. Yeah. Yes, you would. Okay, okay, okay. I'm single, too. If it was a man, y'all don't want to say nothing. Listen, let me tell you, the Bible says uh-huh. run. Run. We have got to understand that there is a level of momentum that is set to us when we know that God's going to do what he said. Oh, you not going to throw drag. No, you don't get there because you know God's not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should repent. God and he's going to make it good. And until you get to good, you better run. Go ahead and focus and run. Go ahead and throw that other stuff off and run. Go ahead and endure that difficult thing. Dismiss the narrative of the person or the situation itself, but run. Keep the momentum that has faith attached to it, meaning I can't slow drag. No, it's something up ahead for me. I've got some joy. I've got the promise of God ahead of me. I've got the promise of my family ahead of me. Me. I've got yes. a career. Those things that God yes. promised me when I was a little boy or a little girl. I've got to run. I've got to keep the pace of faith. I've got to keep that expectation. I've got to run. He said, run with patience and endurance. Uh, the, the grace to conquer. Run with patience and endurance and persistence. Do you know that after you have gone through a difficulty, you have a new persistence about you? See, nobody likes to come to terms with the reality that difficulty, pain, the circumstances that are unfavorable in the king's economy can be converted to fuel and fuel our next move. Those are not popular messages, but it's kingdom all day. Let me tell you that in the king's economy, oh, my God, he said, even though the enemy meant it for evil, Know your Bible. He said, I'll turn it for good. See, so circumstances can come. I didn't say God made the circumstance, but circumstances come. And in the king's economy, they can become the fuel for that joy that is set up ahead of you, for the promise of God. But you've got to keep the momentum. You've got to keep your faith stirred. You've got to stay in worship and devotion. You've got to keep the relationship with God fresh. You've got to do whatever you've got to do to keep the momentum. Somebody say, run. Don't you dare walk to the promises of God. They're too good. Don't you dare walk to that next phase 
things in your life is too exciting. Don't you dare slow down because things got amazingly difficult. Don't you dare. Don't you dare give up on what God told you because the landscape of your life changed three years ago. And, and, and you just can't imagine. You don't have to imagine. All you've got to do is run. You, you don't have to imagine what it's going to be like. All you've got to do is run. He says run. Run. With patient endurance and persistence. Oh, yes, you do. Let me tell you something. If you go through a difficult time and you get to running after the things of God, that is faith. Do you know if you've gone through the worst thing of your life and you put your eyes on Jesus and take off running after him, that is faith. Because faith without works is dead being alone. My God, you've got to run. You've got to decide. I don't care what happened. I'm going after that door. God's got something up ahead of me because I'm still here. God's got still the promises of God are still yesterday, man, because I'm still here. Somebody say, endure, throw, forward, and go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we celebrate you. God, for your infinite wisdom and your willingness to leave us a guide through life, that we would not become discouraged and despondent, but that we would always be able to find a way out, that we might be able to bear under those things that life brings we appreciate you, Father, that these words have gone into good soil and shall bring forth the harvest of a tenacity and a perseverance that is that mirrors what you have written for us in your word. We thank you, God, for those that have been through difficult things, that have suffered and have been on pleasant and painful places. God, that they would dismiss every other narrative and everything that starts to try to assign itself to who you said that they would be, that they would strip off unnecessary burdens and those things that entangle them and encumber them and hinder them and hold them captive while they are wrestling to be more free and liberated in you. Fix God. Fix our focus on you like never before that we would understand that you are not only the author but the finisher, that you are the one that has written our lives out, that you know us like no other, even the hairs on our head, that we would fix our focus on the God of that capacity for everything we need, all resource that is locked in you, and that we would keep a pace that lets you know that we understand by faith that you are God and you are God alone. That's it. Woman of God, is back amen. to you. Amen, amen, amen. I thank God for the word on tonight. I told you the woman of God was going to pour into us. The woman of God was going to make sure we understood about the assignment. Well, let's, 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 let's just recap right here. She said endure. Hmm. For those of us that endure to the end, hmm. She said, throw, throw it off. Throw away them old relationships. Throw away those feelings that you got to can't help it, kept it. I can't do without. Throw it away. She said to stay focused on Jesus. So in other words, stay focused on your assignment. What you know God has called you into, what God has called you to realize, recognize, and called you to be, we got to do that. She said, just run to God. You know, don't just. Think about it. Just run to God. You got to get in a hurry. You got to stay focused on the Lord. You got to stay focused on your assignment. Throw away all them old ideas or ideas people try to bring to you. I'm going to say, you know, the word says that God is a strong power. 
we can go to him. We can run to him. We can enter into the spirit of God. God is a strong power. I want y'all to know the lines are open for those of you that need need and want and have to say something. Go ahead because the woman of God has preached the word. I don't need to come behind her. I just gave my opinion. The lines are open. Speak now, please. Amen. All I got to say is throw it off. (laughs) Amen. Is there anyone else at this time would like to speak? Okay, I just believe that people are caught up because, like I said, somebody was going to get a breakthrough. Somebody was going to get a revelation. Somebody was going to hear something on tonight. Somebody had been asking God a question, why do this keep coming up? Why do this keep happening? Tonight, you got instruction. You got to endure. You got to, she said, fast and pray. Oh, she said, y'all thought I was going to forget to say something about that, right? She said, fast and pray. You got to throw it off. Even if you have to throw yourself off the track. You stop. She say, see, she says some of us looking for men. Some of us looking for women, too. You know, talking about the men. When you get yourself in a place that you can't stay focused on God because you're still trying to fix it yourself, see, you're off assignment. You got to get back on assignment. You endure to the end. Endure what God is telling you to go through. Endure what God is putting you through. Go off all that them assignments, them thoughts you have. Stay focused on God. Stay focused on his word. Get in the place. Talking to God. Get in his word. Stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. Then once you do that, then you go. You go to the word of God. The woman of God said, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Go to God with all of your requests. Once you realize you cannot figure it out, you do not have the answers. Go to God. It goes back to the four corners. Focus. Go. Endure. And throw. Whichever way you got to rotate in, you rotate in. But you rotate from them four corners. Y'all remember when we were kids, we played uh, his top four corners. Get back to your four corners. Top is Jesus. Stay at the top. We're pulling up to God. Stay focus on God. Go to God. Throw everything off that's pulling you away from God. And endure till you reach God. Endure the crying. Endure the, the sleepless nights. When all you have to do is get in your word and pray. Keep enduring the pull that God has on your life. I said the pull that God has on your life because the fight only comes when we don't want to follow instructions. So I'm going to say to the woman of God, if she has any closing remarks, any upcoming events, any requests that she would like to put out, she want to tell us more about her book, if she's coming up with another book, whatever she's doing, I would like for the woman of God, Dr. Serena Wright, to let us know what she's doing so we can continue to encourage her. You all, please listen at this time. Dr. Wright, it's back in your hands before I give the closing remarks. Thank you, woman of God. I did want to mention... I told, you know, I've got everything written on paper, and then, you know, that's what happens with that. But I did want to mention and ask everybody to please go 
to uh, the recovery room on YouTube and subscribe to my channel. Uh, my post will be there on um, weekly. We started to post on there. We're going to do uh, a Bible study of sorts, uh, the way, you know, prophetic and a demonstrative Bible study there to be very interactive. And if you would go and just please subscribe to my channel, Bath Recovery Room, you'll see my picture there. Uh, and then just look forward to us posting there and um, being live a lot more uh, consistently and a lot more frequently as we build the community of believers uh, that are prepared to recover from anything that life throws and continue to be the victorious people that God has assigned for us. And, and, and with that in mind, I do have a book. I am so grateful uh, for the woman of God allowing me to mention that, uh, you know, on her platform. But we do have a book, The Last Prescription, The Last Rx, The Last Prescription You'll Ever Need. We'll be writing prescriptions over on our YouTube channel as well, and uh, you don't want to miss that. But that book is available on Amazon, and um, I just thank God to that. That these women of God who really love me and love what God has assigned to my life have helped me to practice to come outside of um, some places that God hadn't assigned me with respect to things that he's given me and begin to really promote uh, the assignment and the mantle that's on my life. And so I just thank God for that, and I thank God for you. That's right. Back to you, so, woman of God. So, woman of God, you said go to the recovery room. What is the name that they should be looking for? Or to go to the recovery room for? Um, it, it, it should come up under the, and I'm going to put it in right now, the recovery room. I don't know. <clears throat> Let me see. I'm looking right now. So if you go into the recovery room on YouTube, um, it does. So put in the recovery room and put my last name and see if it comes up like that. And that's on you YouTube? You still have to. Huh? And that's on YouTube? Yep. Hold on one second. <clears throat> Give me one second. Because mm-hmm. I'm looking for it too. Like, I'm like, I know it's right. on here. I post on it. But I've never actually tried to go to the channel myself. So Yeah, we want to make sure we don't give the uh, enemy any uh, room. Because like you said, we're going to endure. We're going to throw it off. We're going to stay focused and we're going to go. So we don't want people to say, well, I was looking for it, and I couldn't find it. No, no, no. We, okay, we do, this, sure do this Put in, you know what, you have to put in, I just have to put in my first name because I, I that's the only way. Let me just see. Because there are like three or four recovery room channels that I just mm-hmm. realized just now. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm talking about. And so you have to. You have to just keep scrolling down. That's so interesting. I'm going to have to look and find out. I will, on my next time that I, um, on next month, I'm going to, because I'm going to reach out to YouTube and find out how exactly, because I'm having a hard time finding it myself. Dr. Wright, what, can you hear me, ma'am? Yes, we can. What I did was I wrote a recovery room, and then I wrote Dr. Serena Wright, and it came okay. up. But it's all, all one right. uh, big word with spaces in it. So I put the recovery room, and then I put Dr. Serena Wright, and you came up, man. Oh, okay. And so you put spaces in between each word? 
everything except for Dr. Uh, Serena. I have Dr. Serena as one uh, word, but yes, I put the space and then recovery room space. I mean, recovery space, room space, Dr. Mm-hmm. Serena space, mm-hmm. and right, and you came up, and so I was just able to subscribe to you, or I'm working on it. Oh, it's yep. not allowing me to subscribe. Yep. Yep, that works for me, too. Yep, thank you so much, woman of God. Are you welcome? Absolutely. And so we are starting uh, on the book of James. We'll go through the book of James on on there on YouTube, and then we'll be moving through the word, and I will definitely um, post that you have to put the recovery room and then put my name in order for me to come up as the first one. So thank you so much for that, woman of God. All right, so I'm still on my Facebook page live. So the woman of God said you could put in there the space. You're going to you know, push, type in the space bar, recovery, space bar, room, space bar. Then you put Dr. Serena, one word, space, right, and it should come up, and you can follow from there. So please start following because, see, we have not because we ask not. That's why I wanted to make sure that the word of God will be put out and the information on how to get there. It's not that I'm so great, but God told me not only to ask it for myself, but to ask it for someone else. So we want to say thank you all tonight for joining in to see that God poured out in his spirit on us that we will be blessed on tonight. And we are going to continue to walk in endurance, throwing it off, we're going to continue to focus, and we're going to continue to go to the to the Lord, for which we know that's the only place we can go to get what we need. So we are here every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and every um, what, what, what I want to say every Monday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Smile 3E on Sharpening Iron. We are also here on Wednesdays. I try to come on at four o'clock. For the podcast, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, sometimes I come in a little later. It depends on how the day is going, but we have Wisdom Wednesday that we try to discuss and talk to the people and ourselves about using wisdom in the body of Christ. Every Friday we're here from 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to talk about what God has put on our heart to smile through E on Sharpening Iron. And every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, with our very own Apostle-elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser. This Monday at uh, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, we will have our very own pastor servant, Trey Thomas, and we will be celebrating what God has put into us because this is the month of of December. We will be celebrating the reason for the season is Jesus Christ. They're trying to take it off the calendar that it was before Christ, after A.D., after death. That they're trying to remove Christ from anything. But we as people of God, we have to stay focused. That's what the woman of God talked about tonight, staying focused. Because every time we look at stuff, what we have to endure, we have to do it fighting to keep Jesus Christ focused. We can't let them tell us we can't fight for Jesus, but they want to tell us it's okay to teach people about how they say mystical creatures and gods and stuff. But then the first time you say something about Jesus, 
everybody want to come get you. I don't get that. I don't understand that. We have to throw off all of this negative stuff, all these negative beliefs and idols and all that stuff. We got to stay focused on Jesus Christ. Keep him up front. He's the only relevant God that there is, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We got to throw off all of this mess that they're trying to tell you, oh, you ain't got to really do it. If the word says you got to really do it, you got to really do it. Believe that. I'm telling you right now, because when it's all said and done and something happens, what's the first thing you holler out? Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. God, what are we going to do? That's what. You don't say, oh, bologna sandwich, oh, peanut butter and jelly. You don't say that. You say, oh, my God. So I'm saying that to say, I love you all with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 633. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. And I want to say before I tell it over to the woman of God to pray us out, I thank my family and everyone that came out to celebrate uh, Stanley Wright Sr., Stanley Wright Jr.'s birthday, the 70th birthday, and the 27th birthday. I thank you all so much for coming out celebrating them because they were surprised and they did not know that the birthday surprise party was for them. And I thank you for helping me help someone see that God still loves them and there's still a work for them to do, even at the age of 70 and at the young age of 27. I thank you all. So I appreciate you all coming out. Thank you. Dr. Wright is back in your hands. Yeah, we just thank you. As you continue to read, God, pour into us the truth that liberates God, that you've left your word, that we might be transformed and made new in our minds, that our understanding would be enlightened with the revelation of the kingdom. We thank you, God, that your word is always true, and we commit our hearts to living by what you have instructed us, and we give you praise and glory for it now. In your son Jesus' name, amen. 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 Good night, everybody. See you uh, Wednesday. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.